You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, the podcast for your face. I have hijacked the microphone. I'm Mia Friedman and over the next six weeks, I'm going to be chatting with beauty guru, magazine icon, content legend, my BFF and author Paula Joy, who is going to help you get the best skin of your life. You want to glow up. You are about to experience a glow up year. The glow is real. She's just written a new book called The Glow Up, Your Skin Only Much Better, based on all her experience as a beauty editor and a magazine editor and a content creator over decades. We both started in magazines together and here we are. Hello. Hello. Should I let you get a word in edgeways? I love hearing your voice. It's very soothing. Tell me why you wrote this book. Because I think every woman deserves good skin. I've really worked out as I've gotten older that so much of my confidence in the world is derived from healthy, glowing skin. Like makeup can't hide that. Bad sleep looks better if your skin's good. I just, I think every woman is more confident with good skin. I think it's confusing and I wanted Mm. to try and make it simpler and have it at any budget. Just give women that. What I like about you, many things, one of them is you are very funny. So you're very real with your approach. It's not precious. It's not unattainable. You know, you're very honest and also you are very funny. So what we're going to do over the next six weeks on this same day each week is do a bit of a skin masterclass based on some of the questions that you answer in the glow up and also that UBs have asked us. And today I want to start by talking about the biggest mistake women make with their skin. Probably one of the biggest mistakes women make when it comes to their skin is not knowing the type of skin they actually have. So there's four different types of skin that you see like written on products or that people tend to categorize women into. Yes. People into. What are they? Normal skin, which is the baby bear of skin. It's lovely and uncongested, good oil flow, just shiny, happy skin. I wonder what that'd be like. Second one? Oily skin. Mm -hmm. So that's typified by excess sebum production. Sebum's just a fancy word for oil. You'll often notice that it's shiny sort of early in the morning. You can Mm -hmm. see it. Oily Mm. skin, you can see. Combination skin is a mixture of normal and oily skin, typified by oiliness down the T-zone and happy, Mm. shiny skin around the eyes and the cheeks. Mm -hmm. And then dry skin. It don't make enough oil. What can cause your skin to change type? As we age, our skin changes because our hormones and our lifestyle changes. So you get imbalances through puberty, you get imbalances through pregnancy, you get imbalances through Mm. peri and menopause and then postmenopause, you know, another Mm. change again. So hormones, absolutely. Lifestyle factors, not just what am I eating, do I exercise, but where do I live in the world? What's the weather like? What's the geography like? Do I spend time outdoors or am I in an office? Mm. So you Your actual environment and those environmental issues also can really change your skin. Stress can change your skin. Trauma can change your skin. Mm. Sickness can change your skin. So don't expect to be one skin type your whole life. It's a wild ride. That's really interesting because I always thought that I had oily skin because I've got olive skin. Olive skins tend to be generally more oily. I've always had like congestion in my T-zone usually. As I've got older, 
that's changed. And as I've hit menopause, my skin's become drier. But then why do you still have pimples and wrinkles? Oh, yes. You can have. Why do I still get pimples sometimes when I am 52? Your hormones are still having a crack. Uh, And also your skin barrier is being damaged because of the changes in your body and possibly you're not using the right products. But dryness is just a fact of aging. You really, really have to work on keeping the water in your skin, Mm. locking the water into your skin. And you can do that through using ingredients like hyaluronics and peptides and protecting it, sunscreen and moisturizer. I want to ask you about some skin type myths in a second, but what's the difference between dehydrated skin and dry skin? So dry skin is innately parched. So it's like dry from the inside almost? It is. It doesn't Mm. produce in the same way that oily skin produces too much oil, dry skin doesn't produce enough. So that will present as redness, flakiness, tightness. Dehydrated skin is actually an issue, not a type. It is parched in a different way. You're not drinking enough water. Perhaps you're drinking too much coffee. Perhaps there's too Mm. much alcohol. Maybe you were on a plane. Maybe you're on a plane. It could be environment. You could Mm. be sweating too much, too many saunas. But it is not feeding your skin internal water, Mm. something that is out of balance, but it can be fixed more readily than dry skin. They're actually different. What's the best way to know what type of skin you have? Your skin will speak. So you can really sort of tell if you just take, wash your skin in the morning, just cleanse your skin, Mm -hmm. pat it dry, wait about 60 seconds and then see when you touch it, you'll Mm -hmm. be able to tell, is it oily here on the T-zone? Is it dry to the touch? You can get a vague idea of how your skin responds and it's generally most people are. Mm. Combination really or dry pretty rare to get full out oily and full out normal when you're older. You generally have turned into a mixture. One of the big mistakes that I see people make that I've made and that I've made on behalf of my teenagers is thinking that with pimples, you need to strip away all the oil. Is it true that you can have dry skin or dehydrated skin and still pimples? Because the idea that oh, oil creates pimples, therefore I've just got to strip it, strip it, strip it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's super dangerous on dry skin to then think I've got a pimple, I'm going to have to keep it super squeaky clean and strip it. No, it's a misnomer that oily skin or acne prone skin doesn't need moisturizer. Mm. It absolutely does because people think about moisturizer as grease. It isn't. It is protection. It is keeping the world out and keeping the water in. So the moisturizer's job, it's like the airlock in Mm. a spaceship. It's keeping out free radicals, pollution, grime, dirt, and keeping in all the good stuff. Mm. So it is actually protection for your skin barrier. It's icing on the cake. Like no one wants a cupcake without icing. Oh, no, the icing's the best part. Yeah. Speaking of barriers, how do I protect my barrier? Lee Campbell is very, very big on the barrier. Yes. And we do not want to destroy, corrupt, piss off our barrier. What is my barrier? The skin barrier is the very upper layers of your skin that protects what's under it from the rest of the world. Really, that is what it does. And it is so crucial as we age to looking the age you are. 
if you protect your skin barrier, then you can look the age you are because it's when it's damaged, it's when it's vulnerable that you will see rosacea, eczema, dehydration, flakiness, pigmentation, change in texture, change in pores. It's your skin barrier that needs to be nourished and looked at. Like, look, what, your skin is amazing. It is the most incredible 24-hour working piece of genius kit. It's, you wouldn't want to be without it. You would not want to be without it. That would not be a vibe. <laughs> that would not be a vibe. So start treating your face mm. like it is the most precious engine you have. It is the largest organ in the body. It needs some TLC. So peptides, collagen, elastin, squalane, glycerin, anything humectant in your moisturiser. What does humectant mean? Humectant means something that seals the moisture in, basically. So anything that keeps your hydration level steady Mm -hmm. is going to help your skin barrier. Number one, of course, is sun protection. If you don't wear an SPF 50 every day, your skin barrier is going to melt like the witch in The Wizard of Oz when the water was chucked on her. What is a microbiome and should I care about it? Yes, you should care oh, really? about a microbiome. Sounds hard. Everybody's body is covered in little bits of virus and bacteria and E. coli Ooh, and, and it all makes up. Great. It, yeah, it does. It's like a, just a little Petri dish of bacterial What are vibes. all those things doing on my Keeping skin? us healthy. They're keeping mm. us healthy, basically. That's like our immune system. Mm. It's our gut system. Is you, that part of my barrier? Well, it affects the barrier, mm-hmm. yes. Probably the simplest way to think about the skin's microbiome is to think about the guts, which I think we all sort of understand. It's pre and probiotics. It's keeping the flora of your face healthy. So it's something that you just need to consider. Mm-hmm. Do some research on it. I think it's fascinating. I actually well, no, think but it's you've fascinating. done that. That's why I can just read your book because you've done the well, research. You can do that. Yes, just read my book. I never loved science. Can you tell? <laughs> so when you're buying products and you're looking for a basic skincare routine, yes. like if you are Betty Basic, Probably if you're listening to this podcast, you're not washing your face with soap. So let's just forget about that. You're not quite that Betty basic, but you're fairly basic or maybe you're intimidated by skincare. You might be listening to this podcast because you like makeup, but skincare is kind of one of those, mm, not sure. Mm -hmm. What should you start with? Like what are the non-negotiables? A routine. Really one of the biggest things about having good skin is consistency, forming a habit. I don't care if that habit is just sunscreen and let's work back from that because if you put on sunscreen every single day, SPF 50, even in the rain, in six months your skin will be different. I promise you your skin will be different. If you're not using it now and you commit to that, Mm. your skin will change. I love ultraviolet. All of their products are excellent. Anything that gets people to wear sunscreen, I am here for. Mecca Own Brand have done a really good job of that as well. Their hydrating face is excellent. Airy Day, you know, that glow SPF 50 you that told I to told that you to I get, it immediately. which is, I love that. Anything from the Cancer Council, like honestly, look at the things that you put on a baby because they're non-comedogenic and they just feel beautiful on your skin. Go-to's Nifty 50 is really affordable and excellent. Lovely packaging. The Roche-Posay is fantastic. Mm. Great French brand. Classic. Okay. Well, gosh, we've solved a few things. I think I have to rethink my skin type. 
because I did think I was oily. Now I think I'm going into combination. And I never, before we go, I want to ask if you've got combination, what do you do? Because part of your face might need more moisture and part of your face might really not need more moisture. So if you've got to buy different products for different parts of your face, that seems expensive. It is expensive. And no, I would just go with maybe for sensitive skin or a non-comedogenic moisturizer, but you can treat the different parts of your face with different serums. Mm. There's no rule that you have to put the same active over your whole face. You can definitely treat your face like a map just use less of it. But combination skin still needs moisturizer. Don't go for a super, super heavy, rich one. Choose something in the middle and use it over your whole face. But actives, yes, you could look at switching them up. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Beauty. We'll be back next week answering more of your questions about skincare and talking to Paula, the author of The Glow Up. You can follow us at the You Beauty podcast on Instagram or join the conversation in the Facebook group You Beauty. We'll put a link in the show notes to buy Paula's book. You can follow her, of course, on Instagram at Paula Joy, and that's Joy with an E on the end, J-O-Y-E. The executive producer of this episode is Talissa Bazaz. The producer is Cassie Merritt with audio production by Leah Porges. And we'll see you next week. Bye.